Not bad. Not bad. No, we need a theme song. This is episode 10? Episode 10. Hey. Hey, we're 10 years old. Double digits. Not technically double digits, but... We have this thing where every episode beginning, we we, we reminisce about the number. <laughs> what episode oh, number it is. Kill that. Seven, so, so yeah. Just cut that right out. But we're right at 10. We've made it to 10 episodes of the Tune Group podcast. And so I don't know what that means. Um, yeah, just we're, we're happy to be here. Um, but we're doing the year-end poll podcast. Year-end poll podcast. That is the specific reason that we're doing a podcast uh, because it is almost December uh, as we record this in Chicago, Illinois, and that means time to take stock of the year in music behind us and compare our opinions with other people's and see what gets published in major publications and argue about it for no some, doubt. some strange reason. No doubt. And this is also kind of around the time we started Tune Group. Was this time last year during the poll and some of your some of your writing? So, so the, 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 the group and the website and the podcast have been around for about a year now. And so we've ha- had a year of actual like cultivation of reviews and reviewers and like a more keen eye on music mm-hmm. to um hey l- yeah and and also you know we've made contact with a lot of great people and if you've you know liked one of our posts this year maybe one day I'm bored and I'll just start sending out DMs to people and be like hey we really want your top 10 because this you're year you're going to slide into the DMs you're slide into them DMs um, it goes down in the DM is what they say DM is Depeche Mode, is the, uh, that's where my mind was jumping. Um, great. So, the poll, Seth. We've been doing it since the first year that we started Tune Group as a Facebook group, and it, it really got us uh, going the first year. That was the, the contentious year when Boney Bear won our poll in 2011, right. and I was like, I literally used the phrase, packing up or taking my ball and going home because uh, I was I, I hate that album right but but well, I think the most important thing to note there is that the poll is kind of like the climax of tune group at the end of the year everyone submits their list to you yeah we'll go over kind of the general rules but this is this is kind of before tune group was out into the right. to the world for anyone to consume. Yeah, and it's also cool for us as a group, and I hope you do this with your your friends when you you know play these games in, in your life. Is you reconnect with friends and you're like, hey man, you run into somebody and you're like, hey man, do, hey, what's your top ten this year? Um, and uh, you have a good old talk. So today we're going to focus exclusively on the poll, the, the little overview of the poll, how we rank things. Uh, Matt's going to give us a, a short amount of poll history, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then we're going to talk about some. Of our favorite albums uh, that have come out this year, Matt, you actually compiled this list of your 50 albums. We might call it down to 25 or 30, and we're going to stop on um, seven or eight of them and, and, and say a few words. Uh, some of these artists we've uh, spoken about on the podcast, written about on the website, uh, but today we're going to kind of break that open wide, uh, talk about new albums that might be on that end of year uh, list. And we're going to talk about some albums that uh, have been on the site. And we're going to talk about a few that are um, 
ones that mm. were not on our radar. Right. We haven't talked about on in, yeah. in the website. I mean, dude, or on the I podcast. think I listened to probably 250 albums this year. Is my is my you know rough estimate? Congratulations. I well, what has it brought me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's given brought me a list of 50 albums that I could saw. Yeah. Now, now we're up to like 52, uh, where I could solidly say like, hey man, what's what's good this week? What should I listen to? And I'm be like, hey, this is a solid record, and that's just my opinion. Um, but it feels it feels good to. Uh, uh, to always have something new and exciting uh, get me going. So uh, I hope you all have the like. Here's how we would like for you to respond to the poll. Uh, we're going to use our standard rules that we've used as a Facebook group. Fuck Facebook. Uh, as a Facebook group uh, the past seven years. Uh, send your list of up to ten favorite full-length collections of music, EPs and mixtapes, count two, of new material released in the calendar year of 2018 as a DM on any of our social media platforms or in a standard email to tunegroup at gmail.com. Write that down right now, and then as you continue listening to the podcast, you'll be putting your list underneath it. Now, your list can be ranked 10 albums uh, with uh, ranked one best, two second best, etc., in which we give them a, a proportional number of points on a 60-point scale, or you can just be like, here's my 10 best, bleh, in which case everything gets six points. Uh, you can also give us, if you're, if you get way into it like we do, you can also give us 10 honorable mentions. Those are all going to be worth a point. Uh, artists who release multiple works can be combined as one entry. So if you're a super huge Black Thought fan and he just came out with the second EP in his, you know, non-roots series and you're like, oh, I really like the second one, but no, just lump them together. The collective output of Black Thought for the year, that counts as a, uh, the deadline as of right now can edit this out if it becomes a lie, Seth, uh, is m- what it's always been, midnight Chicago time, New Year's Day. So still accepting... New Year's Day on January yes. 1. Right. You have time you to get it. you still got New Year's Day. You can read all uh, the I'm other publications. And, well, this is can all I you have to do today. Can get an extension to January 2? No. Okay, January 1, we'll call it. So, you know, I mean, there's a spreadsheet to be, you know, finalized. Now, Matt, we're going to go back in time for the viewers and talk about... Which albums over the last five years won the poll at the end of the year? So our tune group best albums of the year from two thousand. The whole history. Yeah, I gave him the Bonnie Vera twenty eleven, and then twenty twelve was Frank Ocean Channel Orange, Vampire Weekend, Vampire Modern Vampires of the City in thirteen, uh, Saint Vincent's self titled Saint Vincent by Saint Vincent in fourteen. We're gonna p- put up a little recap of that year at some point in the next couple weeks. Uh, and then in 15, Father John Misty, I Love You, Honey Bear. Very close over to Pimp a Butterfly that year, I remember. 2016, Beyonce Lemonade. Very close over Solange that year. Mm. Uh, sister, wow, sister. Sibling rivalry. And then last year, Kendrick Lamar, Damn, won it. Um, pretty outright, if I recall. Pretty outright, like St. Vincent. But again, it was we love St. Vincent, we love Father John Misty, and they put up a good fight. But yeah, Kendrick took his victory lap uh, with Dan. It's like the third time he's had a top five going back to Good Kid, Mad City. So, uh, yeah, and that's uh, that just, you know, calls to mind that a big star that had a kind of like career pinnacle or really broke out and crossed over from indie to mainstream and got all this le- legitimate cred and press and us indie kids were like, yeah, we've been telling you about Father John Misty or St. Vincent or, or Kendrick. Uh, Vampire Weekend, like, you know, we've always kind of hit someone who was coming from indie and then and peaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know who that is this year. That's why, like, 
Um, the poll result might not tell us, but it'll be a good indication of who we're looking forward to seeing more out of potentially and, and getting more out of as an artist in the future. So Matt, we've got a list here that we've kind of talked uh, about and, and narrowed down um, to some of our best of the year. And we're going to stop on a few of these. So Brad. I'll let you, I'll let you get a sentence in on some of the artists that we're not going to spend a little bit more time on. And then you and I will have a little bit of a dialogue on the ones that we've agreed that deserve a little bit of, extra praise because it's a new album or one that we really want to highlight. Dope. So we're starting with Sir, one of the first records that we reviewed on the site. The album is November, which came out in... January. January. But that's not the title. So yeah, TDE, R&B singer, was one of the first people we reviewed on the site, and then we saw him open for Miguel at the Riv. Um, just a real strong voice, gets in the pocket with uh, with the, the beats he chooses in the production, and uh, just a very satisfying R&B album from today. All right. It was one of the first four O reviews on the Shingru ch- website. Uh-uh. Next uh, artist that we've talked quite a lot about and one that has won the end of year poll in the past is Father John Misty. Oh, there's a whole podcast about God's favorite customer. We did do a drunken podcast uh, listening party to God's favorite customer. If you have listened to that podcast or are going to listen to it, I want you to listen to Andrew on that podcast and and just think about how emotional and revealing he's going to be by the end of the night. Yeah. It's our boy Andrew, one of it's, our favorite contributors. It's worth a listen. Uh, in anyway, contender for sorry. like podcast of the year potentially. Uh, where are you going next? Ezra Furman is oh, the yeah. next one. An- another early uh, 4-0 review. And yeah, an I was, I was giving him out a lot at the start of the year. and uh, But I haven't given one in a while until this review that I've got coming out in a week or so. Teaser. Um, what is the Ezra Furman album called? Yeah, so Ezra had his record Transangelic Exodus. Uh, sort it was of trans something, right? Uh, a sort of road movie, uh, apocalyptic romance, uh, quasi concept. But you know, this guy—he's uh, really. Uh, and actually, just let me just real quick. I apologize if if he is not Ezra's pronoun. I should have looked that up too. But um, but yeah, a Chicago artist who we've loved for a long time and who's made a really moving. Uh, record in which he expands his sound. If you're not on to Ezra Furman yet, do it. Get on to that catalog, too. Another early 4.0 review from the Tune Group site that is available for you to read. Uh, the next artist we're going to go to is also a 4.0 winner on the site, Janelle Monet. Yeah, we had a, we had so many people wanting to review the Janelle Monet record that we ran a review with three different authors on it uh, because everyone was so excited. She's definitely maybe as we go through so far the strongest candidate for album of the year because she cultural impact, some banging singles, uh, you know, great production concept, the thirty minute video, a star who didn't disappoint us, who delivered, um, and kind of uh, improved on or built on the the. Uh, her uh, past successes as an artist yeah, and, and stream, went somewhere sort of different. streamlined yeah. her sound into a more solid pop record. Um, yeah, we were all about it. I mean, Make make You Feel is, is what song that I'm going to remember this year by. The next artist that we're going to talk about on the list is The Beths. Are The Beths? They are The Beths. The Beths. As a Seth, I can uh, commiserate uh, with all Beths. <laughs> 
Uh, because Seth and of Beth. making the th sound yeah. is a challenging thing for people well, to you, do. There was a there was a girl that in grade school was named Beth, and we were in the same class, and people would say Seth and Beth at the same time, and mm. then people would turn it into Shake and Bake. Oh. So it, it, it's Shake and Bake, and I right. hail. You know that was big big during the the time. Seth and Beth. You I have nothing against. No, okay. no. She was a booker eater. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. So the Bets are a New Zealandic uh, uh, power pop four-piece that we uh, reviewed on the site uh, for their show at the Beat Kitchen uh, that, that Dan uh, went to for us. And they're, they have this record, Future Me Hates Me. It's their second LP. You know, it, it, cheap trick hooks, faster and punkier and harmonies and hooks and just really executed well. Um so if you're into that sort of thing, encourage you to check out the. I best. mean, some of the best like guitar pop of the uh, of the year for sure. Done done very well. All right, the next one is the Elvis Costello record that came out this year, which is called Look Now, which and, and the Imposters. Yeah, Elvis Costello and the Imposters. The attraction We both kind of like this album more than we expected, maybe. I think we are we're both sort of coming into our Elvis Costello fanboy mm-hmm. years, though. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I bought probably like three or four back catalog Elvis Costello records yeah. in the last few years. So finally, finally, like, finally, you know, got him off the bucket list and saw him uh, at Northerly Island. Not a great venue, but a great place to see Elvis Costello. Um, and so, because this is an, uh, an old guy album, like the sort of thing that Rolling Stone gives automatic five stars to, yeah. um, uh, you know, it, it can it defies expect not defies expectations, but it surpasses expectations for just like the level of songwriting and variance and and can still have the ability to be cool. You know, he yeah. writes about some of these subjects that are, um, you know, about getting older, about being the old guy. You're still Elvis Costello, mm-hmm. and I think maybe the part of uh, us as uh, mm-hmm. where we are in our age is kind of like, Gen oh, X, can sure. we can we get. Uh, can we, can we reach Costello level <laughs> levels of late age coolness? Right, um, could be some of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, McCartney, Paul Simon, they came out with records this year. Um, I think definitely like Costello, and even like it, let's put Damon Albarn in that group too. Like his Gorillas and Good, Bad, and the Queen albums this year, both kind of eh. So I give the crown for old Englishman. Paul Simon's not English, but old guy to Costello. No doubt. What's next, Seth? Next, we're going to talk about a. a Fairly brand new record, Robin's album yeah. Honey, of which we just posted a review four, from Dan Barrett O's. on the site. It's our first today. four in a while. First four O's in a while. Uh, Robin, an yeah, artist dude. who we, I think, uh, with every undeniably great. Call your girlfriend. Yeah. All those tunes. And that's kind of the thing that's surprising us about this album is because it's not so single-led as we would have expected from her. It's a cohesive album that's... Traces mature themes in a in a not as huge peak and valley way. Um, but it's a club album, it's a dance album yeah, too. Like but everything's you, sort of like you. It's also di- it's you know it's a dinner party album too. Like it never bangs so much that it becomes offensive. Right. Um, and that'll help it. Right. But she's great. I mean, she's a great songwriter, cool vocalist. You know, 
the, the production on it is, you know, is 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 lovely. It's it's not too clean. I like it. But it sounds like Robin too. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's not gone and I think her songwriting has gone to new levels. And she writes about some of the experiences that she's had, including a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's at a different place in her life, but it's still a Robin album, which uh, I think we can all get behind. Do it. So the next artist also has a new album out. Uh, we're going to talk about Micaiah McRaven yeah. and his uh, second album that he released this year. Uh, this second is, this year is what you're yes, saying. Yes, yes. Yeah. This new album is Universal Beings. Um, it's still his um, kind of improvisational take in, uh, recordings. His deal is he records live music <laughs> yeah. and then he goes into his workshop with his Ableton and chop, kind of chop, 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 chops it up and turns it into something that's kind of like free jazz and kind of like hip hop beats. And uh, Micaiah is an artist on International Anthem, a Chicago based label, label. Uh, our favorite label probably. Um, <laughs> and, you know, we've, we've, we've been on his uh, music for quite some time now. And this album to me for Micaiah feels like he is kind of at the top of his craft, mm-hmm. a craft that he has, has, has pioneered in a way. Um, but what he's done over the last couple years um, is taken this style that he developed on his, his previous album. Um, in the moment, and he has jammed with the best of the upcoming London jazz scene. He's visited New York and and, and worked with some of the best new jazz musicians on the East Coast, done the same thing on the West Coast, and he's taken all of those sessions and turned it into Universal Beings. Mm. And if you've got the double vinyl, each side is one city, so it's, you know, mm. the the players and Concept the vibe is kind of constant, yeah. you know, constant over those four sides of the double uh, LP, which is which is a lovely thing. Yeah. And, uh, I am really. We're gonna go. We're gonna see him at South Shore Cultural Center here in Chicago on Thursday, yep, right? This Seth? week. So I, I, I'm gonna be apoplectic. Uh, but we've seen him. We've seen him a number of times over the years. Uh, he's gonna have Nubia Garcia with him on Thursday. Is that correct? True? Damn, dude. So yeah, he's got. He's he's made famous friends yes. and taken advantage of incredible talent that's also peaking. Um, he's using his. You know, he's using his compositional science. Um, but it's going for me, I've only listened to uh, Universal Beans twice. And so far, like, if this was a poll where uh, I made you choose uh, between uh, a person's album, if they have multiple, I would go with where we come from, the, the London Chicago really? mixtape. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, for me, it's just sort of like, well, it, it, you know, you're talking about Universal Beans being this, like, double LP experience. And I'm like... But as like a mixtape, you just get in, get out. It gives you like, this is what Makai is about. There's some like, there's some fun vocal stuff on there, which there hasn't been a lot of on his records. Uh, yeah, where we I come from is a lot of fun as well. And, now, and where we like, come from is his London session, you know, his session uh, remixed, which was done exclusively on Apple Music. Uh, but now there's a vinyl release that's coming out. Uh, but this was his. This was something that was released less than six months ago, yeah, right? Dude so was prolific. Um, he has been uh, making a lot of great music yeah. recently. Uh, I, I hear what you're saying about. Um, uh, the Chicago uh, Times London mixtape. Um, that's the beautiful thing with the poll is you know you don't have to s- split your two votes. You can just be like the annual output of Micaiah McRaven yes. is my selection. Yes, that 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 works. 
but Universal Beings is better. <laughs> so, Micaiah, uh, we can cross him off the list. The next thing we're going to talk about is you're kind of... Uh, it's okay to like Kanye again. We've, oh, okay. we've decided, and so Matt has Kids See Ghosts. I have on, Kids on Ghosts, his list, as, which I uh, also also love. There was a version of the world where we like argued out, uh, where we had a podcast where we like argued out. You know, if you were going to take the, the five Kanye seven song projects and make a perfect like ten track mixtape out of it, what would they be? But he just became so repellent for a while that. Uh, that was not didn't sound like a fun activity so uh, and now recently like he's giving money to some smarter people and he's publicly declared he's done being an asshole Uh, so yeah realizes he was used so therefore for me has he said that realized oh yeah yeah, he did alright so for me, Kid Sea Ghost is the is the one to take away of the five projects. I, if you're talking about Pusha T, I get it. Um, but for a, a, a record that is good Kanye, good vibes, and some forward moving sound that still uh, that still kind of is still a good beat, and you can dance to it. Uh, <laughs> I like the Kid Sea Ghost. Great. All right, Matt. We're gonna do a speed round here mm. through a couple of these. You only get one wow. sentence. All Great. right. Sorry, dude. We're just taking forever. Amber Mark. Oh, yeah. We reviewed her show at Shuba's. Uh, Comma. Great R&B EP with a Dynamite Sade cover. That is Amber Mark. And her uh, EP, I believe, is called, and this is one that we can cannot pronounce either because it's Portuguese, I believe. Oh, yeah. Connection. Connection. Connect- yeah. Connection. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> Embarrass myself in front no, of my no, no. It's family. No, no, no. It is not a podcast until we mispronounce something. No, you're right. And we must do it every podcast from now on. Mm. The internet. Oh, the internet. That uh, was your sentence. Okay. <laughs> Listen to the internet album. We, have, we featured the internet. Adithi uh, Chandra Shaker wrote in, in five songs for them, and there's a lot of great songs, uh, and that's a great uh, party record. I love the on. internet. I didn't love that album as much as the previous, but I love the internet. I agree, but... There's some great stuff. Oh, that was like seven sentences at least. (laughs) One sentence, and I'm going to... You get one sentence. All right, damn it. Dirty projectors. I think you should take this sentence. You just saw him at Sleeping Village. Okay. Happy Dave Longstrath makes better music. (laughs) The album is Lamplit Prose. Uh, I saw them at Sleeping Village uh, two weeks ago, and uh, they put on a great show. That was bonus sentences. No, no, I mean, they are, and they're sort of an established brand band, and that album didn't super hit smash. I think people are still, like, reticent to get back into to Dave after get back a, in. an ugly breakup. Get back in. You'll be rewarded. Matt, one sentence on Vince Staples. Um, Vince, is, Vince is the best, dude. Like, who's a more fun rapper than Vince Staples? Just flow and beat choosing and Love the game. and it's a and it's another of the short albums we've talked at length about the shortness this year uh you're like 22 minutes in and out and uh done up as an fm radio broadcast mm, vince all right i'm gonna do one sentence on joe armin jones mm. joe armin jones is out of this up-and-coming jazz scene in london i think you talked about which I did talk about him a little bit on the podcast. You're right. Um, there was a, a, a London jazz composition that came out early in the year called We Out Here. We Out Here. And uh, we loved it. Jarman Jones had a track on there. Nubia Garcia. Some of these uh, up-and-coming names. Um, Kamal Shibaga Williams. Shabaka Hutchins. Yes. Uh, and um, 
this group of musicians is kind of like creating this scene in London. Joe Armand Jones plays the, the piano, plays the keys. <laughs> Matt's laughing at me because I'm uh, playing the keys in front of me. Band leader put together a really great uh, group of players to uh, record this album. And uh, I'm doing more than one sentence. This is tough. This is tough because you have to just get all your stuff up there. I should have rewrote re- a sentence. Uh, we, can come out, we can come out of the, the one sentence only. Joe Arman Jones is going to be my top ten guaranteed. It, it, it's a beautiful album. The next album we're going to talk about is one that was just released last week. It is Oxnard by Anderson Pock. Um, a favorite of Matt and mine from uh, 2016 when he released Malibu. And this is his follow-up, uh, albeit there have been some he had the no side projects. projects in between. A couple Lucy's that didn't make this. He's a frequent guest on people's but Yeah, yeah, this was the much-awaited follow-up, and we're kind of okay with it. And I was... Something I'll talk about is when we Just okay. this list is that, like... And I, Seth, I talked to you about this earlier... We were like looking to pack because there was no strong front runner for album of the year this year, and he doesn't knock it out the pack. The the pack, he knocked it out of the yard though. <laughs> the ox nod. Um, I, uh, hmm. So we both kind of said that this album of uh, of, of his is um, he's he's kind of post fame now, mm-hmm. and so doesn't take us by surprise like he did with Malibu, right? And you kind of thought that it was a little heavy handed from Dr. Dre, yeah. who produced the album, a lot of the album. Yeah, I mean, glossy. Just the production just kind of feels once removed for me. I, I know it's not a technical term. Um, it's I just use the phrase overuse the phrase clean, but it's it's just really clean. There's kind of nothing that buzzes in your too speakers. produced. Something can be um, too produced. Yeah, um, and. Uh, I just uh, the you know the Carhead skit track two is straight out of a Dr. Yeah, Dre album. A skit I'm like, very very early what, on. What are where, we doing? Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's this this kind of gross Carhead skit. It's kind of gross. Don't listen to the album, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> just some inappropriate stuff on there. Yeah, um, but it's you know he's super talented. You were talking about how the features are pretty pretty undeniable. Like Pusha delivers, Snoop delivers, like. The features aren't bad. Um, you were saying that he sort of demurs a lot and sort of seems to be like a, the like the content to be the master of ceremonies, yeah, and kind of the, 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 the band leader. Yeah. And I, I think that if you've seen him perform live, uh, that's something that uh, he's wont to do. Um, but there, there were also some like pre-release tracks that aren't on this album. Bubbling, Bubbling till it's over, which was a part over. of a Spike Jones directed Apple commercial in which uh, FKA Twigs was dancing and so it was like this really great collaboration um, but that song didn't go on the album so you know obviously it's still accessible if you want to uh, <laughs> listen to it right. or stream it um, but as a statement you know this 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 album which I believe is like the third in a trilogy of like his beach right. series um, then Malibu now is uh, probably him kind of trying to find his voice post fame yeah and who knows what sort of money and pressure is behind this one at, now that you know he's become uh, such an in-demand artist and yeah and it kind of like watch out because he might be commoning early <laughs> because he's in a lot of I've seen him in a lot of like uh, television he's, he's, he's doing so, commercials doing commercials oh. doing commercials okay good for you good for you what we got 
Soccer Mommy. Oh, you've talked about Soccer Mommy on the pod. Yeah. I do really like that Soccer Mommy album. It's kind of like um, snail mail light, bedroom bedroom snail mail. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that's I all mean, I need to say about that album. Yeah, I'll throw in, like, if you like Soccer Mommy and snail mail, check out Michaela Davis, uh, who, who put out a record that John Congleton uh, of St. Vincent fame produced this year. Um, just a real real cheap plug for, for something that's, you know, obscure on my list. Yep. Uh, we have Kamasi Washington and his uh, Heaven and nice. Earth. The um, 17 album set. Um, yeah, I don't know. I like. I was like, you don't n- maybe need to out-epic the epic. Right. Um, and he tried, but he didn't, it's in great, my it's opinion. Great. It's great to have on, you know. It's over. It, to me, it was overwhelming. And I love Kamasi Washington. I've seen Kamasi, Kamasi Washington three or four times. This was not the epic for me, or, or, or even close. I don't know if it's going to be in my top 25 albums of the year. Um, yes, it's great jazz. There are some good individual tracks. As a whole, I didn't think it was quite as successful as um, the, uh, the, the the Truth uh, EP that he released yeah, earlier. Harmony in of the Difference. Year. Harmony of Difference, yeah. yes, which, which featured the song Truth. was kind of the centerpiece of that album. Thank you. Um <laughs> But uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't moving me like some of his other right. other works. And, and that's sort of like been... spoiling us with such an incredible debut. Yeah, exactly. So the last uh, artist that we're going to talk about um, in depth today is U.S. Girls. Oh, you're going to skip the Mountain Man? What's just shout out the Mountain Man? You can get, the, a, you can get yeah, the shout out. Folk group from the Sylvanesso singer. If I knew her name, then it would be cool. Amelia. Mm, good. Good. Trivia game show. All right, so you want to talk about U.S. Girls? Yeah, so U.S. Girls was a, a, a review that uh, was early, on our on our on our site, hour. an early four review. Allison yeah, this um, a Canadian artist. Uh, this is around her seventh studio album, as as formerly as U.S. Girls, and. Um, one of our frequent contributors, Dan Barrett. Uh, this is number one album of the year. Oh, are oh, you spoiling? You, you outing Dan's ballot? Wow. Well, do you, is that okay? Is that okay? <laughs> well, I want to talk. So, time out for a second. Yeah. Because Allison reviewed it, uh-huh. right? And then it's the tops on Dan's list, yeah. and we gave it four. You know, four yeah. stars. So, yeah. do we want to? We, we don't. Just, we don't have to out Dan. We can be like, we know we, this is someone's number one. <laughs> what do you think? Um... I, I like that we just outed him. Okay, okay. <laughs> he does say, though, that he he reserves the right, does does Dan, to change, change his, his mind. Ballot, okay, that's I'm not fair. offering to everyone. Like, if we start getting, like, uh, well, but, 100 uh, responses the, to this The thing, reason we're talking about this alone, is, you, you know, Matt, Matt, uh, <laughs> Matt uh, has said, had said that Dan uh, included this as number one. Mm. Uh, we Allison uh, reviewed it on the site and gave it four O's. I said... This is maybe one of my most spun records this year. So I'm looking forward to coming back to it. I, I remember really digging it at the time, but it was at, uh, it came out at the time that that we were just starting the site, and so I was uh, really cranking out reviews, and you know that yeah. was someone else's review. Yeah. So yeah. I, you know, it's okay if it doesn't, you know, quite, quite, quite land on your on your radar. Right? But uh, that's <laughs> oh. what the end of the year. That's what the end of the year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love getting people's lists and. And you know, seeing things pop up that I was like, oh yes, I did want to give that a spin, and then finding a, a delight and having something change my life. So, so we've thus, talked. Share a, your lists. We've talked uh, for the last 20, 30 minutes or so about some of our favorites uh, of the year. 
We definitely want to bring more people into the process of vote, vote giving, <laughs> vote getting. Love sharing. Uh, love sharing of music that uh, we encourage you to send us your top 10 list for the year. Matt is going to be the poor bastard who has to tabulate that all in a spreadsheet. Yeah, but Matt, where should where should folks send their lists or submit? How are the different ways that they could give us their top ten lists? Well, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and I understand that all of those platforms have some sort of direct message capability. DM slideability. So yep. yeah, you can just send us send us your list there. Um, remember, you can do a list of ten with up to ten honorable mentions. Uh, you can send us an email. This is probably my number one preferred method, Luddite that I am. Chungroup at gmail.com. C-H-O-O-N-G-R-O-U-P. It's right there. Right, right in front of you. If you're- gmail.com. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that's open till New Year's Day. So thanks for listening to the podcast today as we recap some of our uh, best albums of the year. We hope that you'll submit your own top 10 list to chungroup at gmail.com or hit us up in the DMs of one of our social media avatars, social media platforms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you again before the end of the year and we'll debut the poll results sometime in January. Boom. Boom, boom. Good night. Boom.